Hello, my name is Kenois York. And I'm Albert. And this is the Web of Nerdom, where two nerds talk about all things nerdy. Yes, sir. And today we're talking about apparently a very controversial Marvel movie, apparently one of the lowest rated Marvel movies. Of all time. The, of all time, yes. The Eternals. Eternals. Now, we're going to just discuss a little bit before we actually give our rating. We actually have a rating system. But yeah. before we do, I think, uh, Albert, can you give us a brief rundown of, you know, the Eternals before we give our ratings on it? Yeah, yeah. So, um... If you guys are anything like me, you never heard of the Eternals until the movie got announced, like, what, three or four years ago? I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, they are these, like, ancient humanoid aliens that were sent to Earth um, in order to pretty much protect Earth from, like, a specific species of, like, other aliens called the Deviants. And they're, like, Essentially, like, I guess the best way to put it is, like, the Justice League if the Justice League didn't do anything. And that's so, actually uh, true. Yeah. But I think that pretty much covers it as far as, like, the basics without getting into too many uh, spoilers, without getting into spoiler territory. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, the powers are, like, uh, it's pretty much like Marvel's Justice League, essentially. Almost down to the T. Yeah. Almost oh. down. It's, it's, it's kind of scary. Like you get a Superman, I think you get a Flash, you, you get Wonder a Wonder Woman, Woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a Cyborg. Actually, yeah, like, you you pretty much get a get a Martian Manhunter. I, I, that's you know you already know the one I'm thinking of, Druid. Oh, yeah. Definitely Martian Manhunter type. It, it's pretty I'm much saying, yeah. <laughs> it, it's pretty much down to the T. So uh, before we actually give our ratings, this movie apparently was raising up a, a, a quite a big buzz. Of it being, you know, the lowest rated of the Marvel movies of all time. Now I actually knew nothing about it going into it. Like even after yeah. it was announced, I refused to look up who these Eternals were. I refused to even look up who was actually who were the actors. I didn't realize I didn't I didn't look up anything. Yeah, see, uh, Noah's went into it completely blind. Me, on the other hand, I I uh, did a little bit of deep dive and some digging to try to figure out okay, what what's What's going on with them? Like, what are their basic power sets? Very basic stuff, like, as far as, like, who the deviants were and stuff like that. Um, nothing much deeper than that. But before we get into, like, the rating, what would you what would you rank as, like, your top, like, your top three Marvel movies and then, like, your bottom two Marvel movies? Whoa, wow. That's, wow, I wasn't expecting that question. Okay, if I have to choose my top three, and I will have to preface this, my top five continually changes, yeah. literally depending on the hour. Yeah. So it's roughly the same top five, but they always shift in in movement. I I feel like my favorite one, and I I really don't want to say it because I just don't. I just I, I don't. I feel like it's judgment free zone, man. Yeah, it's it's got to be Winter Soldier, man. Winter Soldier consistently stays in my top three. All the time. So Winter Soldier is like probably my number one right now. If I'm not going to count any new movies. So I'm going to go with Winter Soldier. Uh, I know everyone's expecting me to say Black Panther. Uh, it's not going to be. Not top three. Not, not top three. So it's going to be Winter Soldier. To be honest, I loved Infinity War more than Endgame. So Infinity War is going to be there. And then if I had to choose a third at the moment... The third would most likely be. Mm, this is a hard one. It's a hard one. It, it's something that I didn't actually think would ever make the top three at the moment. But I think only because I rewatched it recently. I just like. I kind of like the feel of what they're doing. Spit it out, man! Spit and it out. It. It's Ultron. It's Ultron. Oh wow! I know, I, I know, I know. Ultron, it, something about Ultron did me right, and I can give you the top worst easy. Oh yeah, Thor: Dark World too. Uh, yes, I can't. I'm not gonna lie. I've never seen it, and it's not because I avoided it. I fall asleep every time, right before, after, or during the mom dies. 
I don't know what it does. If I need to go to sleep, I put on Thor Thor two and I'm out. I don't know what it is about it. It's it literally it's puts like me to sleep. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It could, if it's your personal favorite movie, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I don't have to fight with you. I'm just saying it's it's Night Quill to me. Yeah. And another one, I think another worst uh, movie Marvel movie I didn't really like. It's probably gonna be. I really didn't like. I don't know. I don't want to pick on Thor. I didn't really care for Thor one either. Yeah, that's probably that's probably it's probably my. But I did love Thor three of that any constellation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? I, I think our lists are pretty similar. Uh, my top three um, would definitely be uh, Winter Soldier, Infinity mm-hmm. War, mm-hmm. and. Um, so many movies. Yeah, I go back and forth between like these three of like Civil War. Mm-hmm. It successfully introduced like two of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor Ragnarok. And, oh like, yeah. So if I had to pick one right now, I'd probably go with like uh, Thor Ragnarok because I just saw it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a good one. I think it's, I think I have a little bit of Ultron bias. I just saw it a few days ago. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm. See, I've been one of the few people that loved Age of Ultron. Same. Like, definitely was not worth the hate. Like, it wasn't perfect, but it was not worth the hate whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. And now we have this movie. The movie that is either completely trash or excellent. It's Right, and yeah, so my bottom two would probably be the same. My bottom two is exactly. Both the Thor movies. Both the Thor movies are my bottom two. That that has not changed. Yeah, I just I was not interested in Thor as a character. As Thor as a just the world of Asgard, like none of it was interesting to me up until like because I feel like we didn't get much like world development, like world building, like mm-hmm. any of that until like you saw a lot, but it really didn't feel like a lot to me personally. It yeah. didn't feel. I didn't get what I wanted out of it, person. The world like, never felt like people were living in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with that one. But um, yeah, let's get to uh, let's get to let's get to, 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 to it's gritty. So, Kanoas, uh, go over the, uh, the 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 scaling bracket. Yeah, I made up a scaling factor. You know, I had to start off at the top is tier. We have hot damn because you know you get that movie that's make you say hot damn. Yes. And then you have the next one is popcorn with butter, you know, where you actually will pay for the concessions at the movie theaters. You know, then you have the Tuesday viewing. Yeah, I want to see it in the movie theaters, but I'm going to be going $5 Tuesday. You then have stream it, which means I I can wait until I can find, you know, I can stream it on Netflix or whatever. I can stream it. And then find, and then the last two, we have bargain bin, which is, you know, everyone's been to Walmart. I don't know if they still have them, but I remember them Dollar in General. That giant bin of movies, forgotten movies. That's the bargain bin. And then finally, Tall Blart Mall Cop level. <laughs> For me, it was Soul Plane. <laughs> soul Plane. I found Soul Plane in the bargain bin. And the worst one is Burn It With Fire. I was going to call it Rewrite, but Rewrite means I have hope. No, no, no. The worst one has to be Burn It With Fire. Just take the DVD, throw it in the trash can, and light a fire, and you've done better. We got the first movies you've ever seen. Movies that actually make you mad. You know, movie, like, not, Bargain Bin is everything that you consider, let's be honest, kind of shitty, you know, but you can still watch it, enjoy it, you know. It doesn't make you angry, but burn it with fire, you know what you gotta do. You You gotta toss it. You gotta toss it. One of those movies you almost ashamed to tell people that you watched it. Yeah, one that's one of those movies you watched. Somebody, if somebody told you that they liked that movie after you've seen it, you know what? I really like the Green Lantern movie. See that—that's the Burning with Fire movie right there. That's—that's so that's what we talked about. To disown now. You know, I really love Dragon Ball Evolution. See, that's the Burning with Fire movie right there. You, you never would say that out loud. You said it in private. So, what would you give you this one? My friend, I would give it a solid uh, popcorn. Mm-hmm. There we go. Popcorn with butter. Popcorn with butter. Oh, whoa, that's high 
up there, man. That's right below a hot damn. That is right below a hot. See, I, I'm not uh, gonna lie. I think I'm gonna give it. I think I'm gonna give it popcorn with extra butter. I mean, it's popcorn butter, but I'm gonna give it a little bit extra butter. It's not a hot damn, but I did ask for extra butter. Right. Probably not good for my body, but I had to do it. I actually enjoyed this movie a yeah. lot. Yeah. Okay. So let's go over the the elephant in the room. So. This movie's been getting like buzz for months. Like mm-hmm. it finally came out. Like we've been seeing like the press tours and like the different stuff that you know that Marvel does. And um finally we got a chance to see the damn movie. And you know, prior to that, like, you know, the 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 Rotten Tomato score came out, which personally, it's been like two or so years since I've like <laughs> cared Rotten Tomatoes and cared enough to be like well, let's see what the critics think. Um, just because, like, for one thing, we're in a damn pandemic. We need to be... Uh, I'm going to enjoy as much shit as possible. Okay? <laughs> if I see a damn Activia commercial that I enjoy, you better believe I'm putting that shit on loop. You feel me? I feel you. So, you know, the reviews for this came out, and first of all, the cast of this movie, stunning. I'm talking about, like, one of the most star-studded casts for a... It's huge. I can't believe it had this many people in it like this, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, because if you go back to each, every first installment of every Marvel movie, um, Robert Downey Jr. was like pretty much an unknown. He was he was a risky take. Mm-hmm. Just came in off of the back. Of, I feel like you're breaking up a little bit. I feel like you're breaking up a little bit. We're gonna see how it goes. If not, you know, we'll just we'll just jump back in with another call. I think, I think I, I can hear you better now. I can hear you better. Okay. But I got um, you. Technical difficulties, we're not there yet, people. Right. But um, so you know, Chris Evans just got in on the back of uh came in off the back of like Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So um who else? The uh Chris Hemsworth was an unknown. Unknown. Uh Tom Hiddleston an, an unknown. Like they were nobodies before their first films and we get to this movie and even like um simu simu lee uh i i can't name one other movie that i've seen this man in like all you had is sam jackson to be honest that was like the yeah, only one that we yeah he was the biggest yeah, he's never moved that's the only one yeah and uh 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 the the the, the asian queen um herself uh mm-hmm. yep that's so, it. Th- those that was it. Outside of that, like everybody else was like unknown. Um, so with that being said, like the cast of this movie was stars. First of all, Angelina Jolie. That's all. That's already too big. I was already think that's too big of a name already. That's just that alone. Selma Hayek. Listen, I don't know how they did this. Paperboy, paperboy, all about that paperboy. <laughs> If anybody's seen Atlanta, they get that reference. Mm-hmm. You know, plays Paperboy in Atlanta. And like just so many, so many big names. And apparently the, the guy that played spoilers going forward, the guy that played mm-hmm. uh uh Pennywise was in this Yep, movie. yep, yes, he is. He I know like, I think my girlfriend told me that after the movie, I was like, wait, what? The this movie was very star studded. Yeah. So that alone, like the cast alone, I was all in. I was like, there's no way. There's no way this movie's going to be bad. Like at the very least, it's going to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I can work with that. I, I can absolutely work with enjoyable. So, you know, the movie got the worst reviews of like any any MCU movie. Give me a moment, man. Yeah. I'm minding that something ain't really... Something's trying to work with against this right now. Let me see. I'm still good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, then. We'll try again. Keep going. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I get into the movie and start to finish. Like, the beginning of it, maybe the first 10 minutes, I was confused. Just because, like, this is a brand new world. You're going to be confused. But once mm-hmm. the characters start flowing in, the movie started going from 
pretty much beginning to end, I was blown away. It had some of the best plot twists, some of the best plots, some of the best characters, some the best acting. I, I'm gonna go on record now. Say this movie had the best acting out of any MCU movie. Like just an amazing movie. And then when you get out the movie and you look back as the I wonder why people gave it a bad review. And then you remember the fact that like Okay, this had one of the first uh, gay kiss scenes. Yep. The only apparently there's there. I didn't realize this until yesterday. There's no sex scenes in the Marvel movies. None. You won't get one either. This was the first movie to give us a fucking sex scene. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I could not believe that. Like, I don't know how that slipped my mind. Um, I was like, there's so many couples in the MCU, and there's no sex. That's crazy. That's crazy. And not to mention the cast is primarily people of color. Like pretty much all all minorities. And it's directed by a woman of color. And as far as I know, it's also the only MCU movie that's like directed by an Oscar winning, you know, award winning director. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a lot um, there's, a lot. there's a lot of reasons why haters would hate this movie. I was thinking about it. I was really thinking about it. Me and my girlfriend, we went to go see it twice. First, because we're second time, I was like, I have to see it again just because I'm reviewing it, but I actually have to see it again just to see if I could see something really wrong. Like, really wrong. Not right. like nitpick stuff, because I can nit- we can nitpick anything, really. Right. But I mean, like, you really see where wrong. they're coming from. And I was like, I just don't see the hate that this movie's getting. And I was like, okay, let's see here. We, we, all right, so we're, we're bringing up sex in the movie. Like, they actually, it's a thing. Now, I mean, obviously it happens, but, you know, because Tony Stark does have a kid, but they never bring any real light to that. And this one, right. yeah, they do. Uh, there's, a whole, there's a whole gay character in here. Whole gay character. And there is no hiding that this character's gay. So I'm yeah. thinking maybe there's a lot of hate that way. I just I feel like there's only hate because people just try to find something to hate. There's not really a lot to hate. And the one criticism I really wanted to delve into was the character development. That's all I hear outside of you know diversity or they're pushing things is well, the characters weren't fully developed. The character, the character development wasn't good. I was thinking, which characters? Because only like two characters I could think that won't have any character, that didn't have a lot of character development compared to someone else. But there most likely will be a sequel to this movie. And it's oh, yeah. going to start with those people who didn't get a lot of character development. More right. so than one. So you're going to get it. So I'm, I'm, I was really confused on the hate that this movie garnered. I'm not confused at all. Once I saw the movie, the the not saying that I understood it, but living knowing the world that we live in, yep. I thought I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> because it's like like kind of like the opposite point of how you were saying, like you didn't really see a reason why. I was like, I saw plenty of reasons. I saw like it, literally every cast member with the exception of of um Three. The guy that, yeah, of Angelina Jolie and uh, like four of the characters. The exception of four of the characters. Literally everybody else was like black, brown, Asian. So, I mean, if, you know, there's, that may there's, there's no denying that like most like comic book fan bases, online fan bases are toxic as hell. So That's very true. I was not surprised at all. It's such a good um, movie, though. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, that that's that. Like, if you if you, if you don't like people of color in your movies, you may want to skip this. I'm yeah. just, just if you, you really may don't also like... want to go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you literally don't like people of color, go fuck yourself. But like, this movie is definitely not for you because this movie's actually human. Surprisingly, we have twenty other Marvel movies that all feature white men, white straight men. You'll be fine. You will be okay. You'll be okay. But um, let's get into the, uh, the the plot. Oh, the plot. See, 
remember I came in here blind and they they I will say something about this movie versus other Marvel movies, which I think may be some legitimate, well, half legitimate criticism. This movie does not hold your hand. It you even if, if you you need to be paying attention. This is a movie that requires you to pay a bit of attention. You yeah, have this to follow is not the, a it's a cell story. phone in hand. Mm-mm. Scrolling through Instagram or TikTok while you watch it. You need to watch. It's a story. It is a legitimate story being played out. Uh, we'll get into the basic plot. Essentially, around seven thousand years ago, Eternals came to Earth, Mesopotamia. And they're fighting off these evil beasts called deviants. And that's it. They stay on Earth for that entire time doing whatever they do, fighting off deviants and then not interfering because that is their job to just fight off deviants and sit there and not interfere. And the caveat with like their whole existence is that they can only interfere if deviants like are there. That's it. It was like the whole world can be blowing up. Can't do anything. Ain't no deviants involved. Can't do nothing. Sorry, Which explains why not. they didn't do anything when Thanos showed up. Because you're thinking, why weren't you there? And they say, we just don't do it. And you're thinking, why didn't you do it? And they're like, no, you understand. This is the rule of the celestial. And the celestials are apparently these beings who were there before the time, before the Infinity Stones, before the universe. It was actually the celestials there first. Yeah. So, and you see one, and you, I wouldn't want to disobey the orders of the celestial. So, yeah. I, I really wouldn't. You said don't interfere. I, I really wouldn't be interfering. That's yeah. There's one thing that I would like to say that I, I was surprised and shocked that I was not only as okay with it, but just as like, okay, I like this. Typical, like in movies. Oh. Video games, TV shows, like whenever you have a, a big character, like mm. a skyscraper or you know, otherworldly large character to like portray like, oh, this guy's big, so he's strong. Like it it never really works for me. But here you see like the way that the movie shows like one of the celestials, Ashram, who's like the main celestial in the story. That like all the other um, Eternals work for, the way that they gradually show him, like you you never get a full sense of how big this man is until the very end of the movie. Like and even first, then, and even yeah, then, even then, like at first, you know, because they just start showing out like his eyes and his face, and then it's like his shoulders, and then his hand, and then like by the end of the movie, you get like down to his like knees, maybe knees, maybe. Right, and he's like, Jesus Christ, like, these motherfuckers are huge. I will say, if, you, if any of you ever seen those YouTube videos where they show a human compared to space, you know, the, how they shrink everything down to show everything in comparison, that's pretty much this movie when it comes to the Celestials, and you feel yeah. really small. And, like, I feel like that did a better scale. Uh, That's, well, there's about how many Eternals? Nine? There are nine Eternals, and it... It's pretty much a good story of them finding out that the deviants that they thought they killed so long ago, like forever ago, are back. And so it's that whole, we got to get the team back together again trope. And But it's done very well because these people haven't seen each other for, I think, at least five centuries. Yeah. yeah about so like 500 years, they haven't seen each other. And they don't age. So right. when they when they meet each other, you get you know you get the story of each one at least a little bit, yeah. and they you know they explain what made them split up in the first place because obviously they're split up now, you know, yeah. What's and, their memories? What what's their type of personalities? Because they're all different. And one thing that this movie did really well was like just basic storytelling. Very like good how, basic storytelling. Just because, like, the movies that I've seen recently, and even, like, in Marvel movies, like, sometimes I get worried that a movie's not going to explain something, or that a book or a comic is not going to explain mm-hmm. something. And at every point that I worried, this movie was like, hold on, we're getting there. Hold on, we're getting there. And it's like, it it, it didn't leave very many stones unturned. It really like, did. 
Um, one thing that really shocked me, which like now thinking back to like the the trailers and stuff like that, like I was shocked at like how little Salma Hayek's character was in it. Ajax, like oh yeah, killed off in the beginning. She the is movie. the she, you know, in every story, someone has to die, especially in the, it's a group project. Someone yeah. dies that brings the group back together. It's right. been ha- it happened before in Avengers with Coulson. It happens, you know. Happens in Harry Potter, Dumbledore. If you don't know that, I'm sorry. It's been forever. You should know that. You know, like, it's always a trope. But the way they did this trope was that particular character shocked me because I was for sure that character's going to have all the screen time in the movie. Yeah, because I'm like, this is the leader of the Eternals. Like, not to mention the fact that also, like, when 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 I saw, like, her dead body, so, like, She's dead, like, on this farm where she's been living for, like, a few years. Like, I think in, like, Vermont or, like, mm-hmm. somewhere in Virginia. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> I was like, oh, no, she's faking her death. Like, 100%, I was like, ah, okay, all right, I already figured out the plot. She faked her death because she's evil. Like, she, she's doing some, I was like, she's dead at the same time that, like, the, the deviants are back? Of course. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, Jan. You're not fooling um, me. Yeah, you're not fooling. This ain't my first rodeo. So I was like, at that point, I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna watch the movie. Like, I'm not gonna ruin it for my girlfriend and nothing. I'm just gonna, like, oh yeah. yeah. But as the movie went on, I was like, oh no, she's actually dead. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> and now he's like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I will say, we're not. We'll get into spoilers later. We'll get into spoilers later. So I'm gonna try to keep this spoiler free as possible. No, we in spoilers now. Fuck that. <laughs> Okay, spoiler warning for everyone. We're going into spoilers right now. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to, you just come back to the video, come back to the podcast, and we can and all get oh, plenty of it for you. You should have been turned it off. It's in the title. It is in the title. But enjoy because here we go. I'm telling you right now, I didn't I didn't know who was evil. I mean, to be honest, yeah. my main thought was Druid. I knew he was going to be the Oh, king. yes. I promise yeah. you. The, the Martian Manhunter, quote unquote, that's what I'm going to call him, Druid. He was, he was the most evil one, in my opinion. I knew it because his power is to literally control people. Mind control. It's right and there. He does, and he does. You see him do it to a bunch of people. And I mean, like. Years ago, the man, for good reason, was like, yeah, no. Um, I'm gonna make these people stop fighting. And if you want to stop me, you're gonna have to kill me. And I'm like, oh, that's evil. That's okay. him. And then we skip to present day, and the man pretty much has a cult. Like, he's he's got like this little community, like like nature. it's a commune in the middle of nowhere. I think it's in Brazil. I can't remember exactly. God but I know, not knowing there's no technology out there. Like cult. <laughs> the cult. It's a fucking cult. It is a cult. Like, so like, I was like, I was 100%. I was like, oh yeah, he's evil. Like, once once I found that like, Ajax was like dead, dead, I was like, oh yeah, this motherfucker's evil. He, he's the villain. And when the movie does a thing where it, there's two plot twists. Mm-hmm. Big plot twists. One of them is when we find out how Ajax dies. And that's when we find out that the the main love interest, yep, I uh, mean, is too devoted. This man is he is too devoted. He he believes he believes in the actual the reasoning behind the celestials' work, right? So like so much so he will not let anyone stop. Yeah. So like the the for those of you who who know and don't know or just need to reiterate it. The Celestials' goal is that they plant these celestial baby seeds in planets, in, in various planets across the universe. And once those planets develop intelligent life... A lot uh, of it. A lot of intelligent life. The Celestial feeds off the intelligent life and is born from the planet, destroying the planet. And in turn, that Celestial goes on to create hundreds or thousands of other planets and solar systems and suns. So it's by, like, using the ex- by using the energy of the explosion. So right. as we apparently the universe is dying always. 
So in order to make sure it doesn't stay dead, we recycle the energy. And that's the celestial's job to literally cause destruction in order to create, which is very poetic. Yeah. However, it, it loses all that poetic justice when it's on our planet. Yeah, it's like that, uh, you know, I, I got brain worms, so I'm going to make a bunch of TikTok reference. But it's like that one TikTok audio, I want to buy a house. Oh, that's what's up. I want to buy I want to buy your house. I think the fuck not, bitch. You that's that, 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 <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly it. That's exact. It's like, man, I, I want to buy you a house. Man, that's all. That's good, brother. You buy her house. I want to buy you this house. Hell no, brother. You ain't going to buy my house. Right. That yeah, is like, essentially... What's happening right now? Yeah, because like as as Ashram's explaining it, it's essentially like the circle of life. Like everything lives, grows, and dies. But it's like it's when 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 it gets put in the term of like Earth, like our home where we live. It's like hold on now, wait a minute. The break. You have Mars right over there. Why does it got to be us? And I think my favorite thing about that was just how just. How Ashram did not care that this was Earth. Like Earth has been the center of the biggest thing that ever happened in the in the Marvel universe, like the Infinity War. Yep. Infinity and War. Endgame. Yeah. It's literally the biggest spot. Yeah, that was that's nothing bigger has happened than that, as far as we know, in the entirety of the Marvel universe. Half of all life across the entire universe was wiped out on Earth. And then, and then brought, brought back, back on Earth. Earth is an important planet. Yeah. Apparently. So it's like the fact that like Ashram just did not give a fuck about that. Was... It rubbed the leader, Ajax, the wrong way. Yeah. It just, just did. It was terrifying. Like the fact that, that man could be just like that's like your star student or your, your favorite football player, your favorite actor. Your, 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 your star employee at your job, you just get rid of them. Because they were late one day. They were late one day for one minute, you fired. You just like, Not Whoa. even just late. You got to cut somebody loose. It's because you cut the star point. I will say, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's very crazy. It's very crazy. But the fact that it makes sense makes it even worse. Yeah, and I want, I want to get into the point of the villain of the story. And to be honest, there is no villain of the story. Now, I know people like to say that in Marvel movies, but I'm actually being really real here. Yeah, this is one of the few times where it's there's like, no villain. There's no villain, yeah. Because, Even the deviant who yeah. grows sentience yeah, isn't a villain. Like, because it turns out, here we are in the spoilers, the Celestial made the deviants first. The deviants were supposed to destroy... We're supposed to kill off wildlife so intelligent life can grow and, you know, make the planet, you know, grow in technology and overpopulate. But the thing is, he let them evolve when he made them. So they're apex predators. So they just kill everything like a predator would. So that's why he made the Eternals to kill his first creation, the Deviants, and then to promote growth in humans or intelligent life so they can populate the world to destroy the world to for the new celestial baby. So when the deviant actually grows sentience and find, you know, in understanding, he's it's legitimately angry. And yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Like seeing that he's just a pawn in this like galactic game, essentially. Like, for billions of years. They use the word billion. billion. That's a long time. Right. Billion. So Billions of years. I so that that alone was just crazy. And then when you get to the strongest one, Icarus, who is the one who killed the leader to make sure that the emergence of the new celestial of Earth is born, you understand you may not understand where he's coming from, but he's like, We've been doing this for millions of years too. I've always stood by the goal. Right. by the mission of Arsham. And funny enough, there is another character who believes the same, but does not want to fight any of his family. Right. It's so many different perspectives on the same issue 
but I actually love. Like you have the deviant who just wants to survive and get revenge for being a pawn for a billion years. You get Icarus who was like, I'm completely devoted to the plan. The plan means more to me than actual love. Duty over love, essentially, yeah. with him. And then you have uh, you have the other characters who are like, no, we love the Earth because one of them actually has a family now. Yeah. The, uh, the, what's his name? Foster? Uh, yeah. Has a family with a child that he adopted. He doesn't want the Earth to die. And wow. when you get to and when you get to his backstory, he gave up on human humanity a long time ago. I, I, I don't know why don't pe people don't think there's character development. There's so much character development. We don't have enough time to speak about each character in their and their development. We can't and even we spoil can't you everything. Like, saying character development in the MCU is not even a, a, a good argument. Because for one simple character, Captain America, yep. zero character development. That is his entire... Point his entire existence is he, has, he, he never he never changes. That's the point. Yeah, that's never the changed point. ever. So I'm like, let's pump the brakes. Let's let's look at it from a grand scale scope size and go from there. But so these characters are are surprisingly quite fleshed out, except for one who is most likely going to be a main character in the second movie. So I don't really it doesn't really matter. And that Which is, is that? oh, that's uh, that's the fast one, Makari. 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 Oh my goodness, Makari. By the way, apparently my girlfriend brought it up. That's supposed to mean Mercury, and I think Mercury is Hermes, the speedster one in Greek mythology. Right. So I, I kind of like how they how they did the names and everything. Yeah. But no. Yeah, really woo, cool. woo wee. You have talk that, about man. Every scene that she was in stole the show. Like Everything. The, the end fight alone, like, I want to go see this movie just to watch her beat Icarus's ass. Because, like, once again, like the damn TikTok audio, like, let him get up, let him get up. Let him get up, let him get up. <laughs> let him get up. Like, that, it was essentially Superman versus Flash, essentially, yeah. but yeah. done so right where I'm like, this woman is I've never seen wombo combos like that. Yeah, and not a hint of slow-mo. I'm going to spoil that now. There is no slow-mo when she no runs. Slow but I'm going to tell you right now, you might want to bring a slow-mo camera. You are actually going to miss her. Like, they, when she saves people, I literally missed it sometimes. Because they, they actually make it where her super speed feels like super speed. Because you're if you blink, you'll miss it. Like, she did like at least five punches in like in the span of a second, and you miss it all if you blink. So it's amazing. It actually feels like super speed when she runs yeah. across that planet. You feel it, and it's amazing. She's amazing. She doesn't have much character. To, uh, she doesn't have much in backstory that we get to see. Right. But you will be seeing her. She will be most likely one of the main characters of the second movie. So I'm not really upset about it. Same thing yeah, with like, Thena. Yeah, Thena. Yeah, and like... That's what's like, the other thing that you haven't Mac caught on. How Makari was in this movie, like, the amount that she was in this movie, 100% makes sense for, like, a speedster character. Because if she was in the whole movie... It wouldn't be a movie. It wouldn't be a movie. It really wouldn't be a movie. movie she would have ended, ended a lot of this real quick. Yeah, a lot of this. Real like, quick. So, it it was it was a smart play to like have her sideline, which is like what and it was done well. Like mm -hmm. she's a seven thousand year old alien and she likes to steal things. That's it. So of course she's doing other shit. She didn't know what else was going on in the world. No, no, no. You know what's funny? My girlfriend brought this up. She leaves that she leaves her spaceship because there's chips in there. So it's obviously that she leaves from yeah. time to time again. My girlfriend made a good point. She's bored, she, which she says, but she's a speedster. She can circle the world in like seconds. Like you see we her literally see the her world in <laughs> seconds, like actual seconds. The world is nothing. So I bet she just leaves every 10 years, looks at the world in one second, and she's bored again. 
that my girlfriend brought it up. She's bored. There's nothing for her to do. There's nothing to fight. There's nothing to do because she can do it all instantly. Yeah. She's bored. So I'm like, that makes perfect sense why she's sitting there. Because the first time when they show up, she's like, finally, something to relieve my boredom. Yeah. By the way, she doesn't speak, as you would think. Sign right. language. Finally. All the time. Because the actress is actually deaf. Yeah. Just Marvel's first, like, uh, deaf character. Exactly. It's great. Man, like, this is some nice representation. It's yeah. representation done so well. Right. Like, because they never actually put so much attention on their focus. They, you just know that she is because that's how she does. You know, that's what, she speaks sign language. She doesn't talk. So, you know, she's deaf. Or, you know, the actress is deaf. And that's it. They don't, they don't give you a whole big speech. Yeah. Just, that's it. Like, there's no, like, there's no backstory into why she's deaf. Like, it's because it's not really, it, it's, it's not a hindrance. It's not a hindrance. Like, that's what I. That's what I loved about this movie. Like, was that it didn't make, um, the fact that you know she she couldn't hear like uh, like how most people do. Like she said that she feels vibration. Exactly. Feels vibrations of everything. So it's like, she good. She's good. Someone but, tried to whisper, and she quote she kind of heard them because of their vibrations when they whisper. Yep. So you can't even hide anything from her anyway. So. So I want to talk about my favorite character in the entire movie. Go for it. Icarus. I can't believe that's your favorite character. Okay, you go ahead. You go you go ahead. You go ahead. Icarus. Down. No competition. What? Okay. No, like I loved all the characters, but (laughs) the level of betrayal that I honestly felt. When I found out that this motherfucker killed Ajax, because it's a slow reveal. Like, he's with Cersei in the ship, and no, he's with Kingo in the ship. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not who you think I am. And he just walks off slow. I'm like, I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, the fuck's that supposed to mean? I was like, come on now. And then we get a flashback to him on the farm with Selma Hayek's character, Ajax. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, it's him. It's him. You find out the whole time that this motherfucker knew. Like he's known for like a week that the world was ending, and when anytime you go to a second location, you know it. That, that this is bad news. Like so, like, they oh, did actually it. kill off the deviants, except yeah. a few of them survived in the ice, and now they're coming out of the ice. Global warming sucks. Oh, Look at it. Look at us fucking up. <laughs> so, like he's he's taking uh, Ajax to like the site where the the um the other deviants are and it's like oh no and they're up on a cliff and it's like no explaining to her like you know for for seven for thousands of years you know i followed you i follow you know what we were supposed to do and like now you're getting cold feet it's like you know he's going over the fact that like you know we've killed so many planets why is this one special like you know he's just he's he's just wanting to follow the rules Exactly. Like, that's all that man's ever known. So it's like he is the he's a great soldier type. Yes. He he follows commands as given. Yeah. And so it's such a heartbreaking scene because you see it in his face, you hear it in his tone that he does not want to do this, but he's doing it for the greater for the what you could what you could argue is the greater good. Because like well, yeah, you could actually time, argue that it's the greater good. Yeah, by the Earth not dying, you're preventing the birth of a celestial, which is in turn preventing the birth of thousands of other star systems. So exactly, there you have it. It's like that, damn. That's man. I mean, talk about saving. Talk about sacrificing the many for the few. Like you right. are saving countless. I mean, you're destroying countless. Right. When we sh- when we could just destroy a few billion. And so when he throws her off the cliff and he watches her get killed by the uh, the, the special deviant. Mm-hmm. Then he flies her body back to the farm. He doesn't say any more words. When he puts her body down, that look in his face when he just screams and does that that heat vision. He hurt. Uh, like, He's hurt. This man is hurt. Like he this did was not, not want to like do a, any of this. Yeah. This was not like a villain heel turn. Like he didn't just like <laughs> I've killed Ajax for the greater good. 
he felt bad about this. He feels bad about it the entire time. This weighs on his conscience for the entire movie. Yeah. And if you rewatch it, you can actually see all the little notions of him just feeling pain. Yeah. Every time they mention Ajax, you see it in his face every time. And it's like you can tell that by when like there was another thing I kind of I kind of picked up on my first view was that like he figured that if he killed Ajax, he was gonna get the thing out of her. And he was yeah. gonna follow Osram and get this whole thing done with without a hitch. But she did not trust him. Nope. She did not leave the power to him. She left it to Cersei. And it's like yep. damn. Damn. that hurt him even that had hurt him even further because he always wanted to be the leader. Right. That's but what he loved Cersei. So it's like yeah. damn. Like he's in a very tough position all yeah, the time. It's a very <laughs> complex character. Like, like, I heard someone say, oh, well, he's just evil Superman. I'm like, far from it. This no. character is way more complex than an evil Superman. Right. I'm, this character is very complex. Yes. What he did may seem simple, but it is very complex to, like, his emotional well-being. My favorite character. Oh, my favorite character is actually a tie, but I'm going to choose Faustus, the... uh. The cyborg yeah, character. Scientist. See, it, it was either between him or Druig. And I'm probably saying his name wrong. Forgive me, correct me, yell at me as long as you watch. Right. It, his character, he makes all the machinery. That's yep. pretty much it. all his magic power is that he can make machines. Make he just he's the inventor. And back in Mesopotamia, he made the steam engine already. And he was ready to give it to them. And the whole <laughs> team were like. Hey, 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 hey. That is too way soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. It's like, no, it's great. High pressure to low pressure using water. Perfect. You can get a lot of work done. And it's like, uh, how about something simpler? And he's like, I made this up. It's a plow. It's called a plow because it plow things. And you see him so depressed because he wants to give technology away. If Tony Stark were alive, those two would have a field day every day. Like yeah. all the time, except for one thing, Hiroshima. That broke him. The bombings America did to Japan, that, yes. it broke him to pieces. Like he blamed himself. Like, and the thing that it took me a second to realize was that he wasn't saying that he gave them the idea to create the bomb, but that by like essentially introducing. Any technology into the human timeline led to this path. It led to this. Damn, that is that would make anybody retire. No, like, like he, like he's not. He didn't actually make the bomb because he doesn't. He doesn't seem like he does. He. I don't actually think he makes combat weapons. I mean, he does have combat weapons, but it's actually more to subdue than actual. I mean, he barely has a few combat weapons, but like in this one. You know that moment where you're like, oh, where's the I the 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 light bulb and you got the yeah. idea? I'm pretty sure that's him every time. Like yeah. every time something cool showed up, he was probably there who gave a little bit of the mechanics. But they took it, they ran with it, and literally caused war with it that wasn't necessary. Because I'm not I'm not a history major, I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure US bombed after they surrendered. Like and it, it's it's bad, and so he blames himself, and then he also blames humanity. He, at that moment, he believes they are not worth it. He yeah. says humans are not worth it, and you and you think that I was like, maybe he's the villain. Maybe he's just right. tired of humans. Turns out he's gay, has a family, a whole family, a whole kid he's taking care of, and next time you see him, he's fixing a bike, a bicycle, with his own two hands. And it's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Like the family, di- his happy family is just beautiful. And he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't make things anymore. Turns out he does make a few <laughs> things to protect the house. The man but made he a not whole the table. <laughs> right. But so I love that because it just showed how someone could just lose faith in humanity and then, and then regain it. Yeah. And that's why I feel like he's my 
favorite character. Also because of the badass line he gave Icarus saying, I've been wanting to chop your wings off for a long time. Yeah, I've been wanting to clip your wings for a long time. Like, and it's dude. funny because he's, he's the negotiator. He always says violence is not the answer. That changed immediately during that last fight. And I was like, yeah, I like it. Shackles things like, man, oh all his tech was so cool. His like, tech was, was really cool. Between like tech and magic. Mm-hmm. Like, my girlfriend brought up a, a, a very good point. Like when he was doing like his formations and stuff, like his hand, the way that he did his hands was very similar to like the magic in Doctor Strange. You're right. It did feel that way. It, it, it actually looks like he's doing magic from Doctor Strange. Yeah. But there was mechanical things flying around him instead of magical symbols. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like, and it look and it's really cool. And the things that he's able to do with yeah. the small amount of time he's given is it's it's pretty crazy. It is yeah. pretty. That's why he's my favorite. He's yeah. my favorite because of that reason. But if we had to pick a someone, one of the Eternals that we didn't like, <sighs> like that's an easy one. Sprite, man. Sprite. <laughs> I, I don't even want to drink Sprite anymore. I like... And it's like, it's, to a degree, I understood how she felt. Like, she's a 7,000-year-old woman stuck and in like the a body 15, of a child. Like, 15. I think the actress is actually 15, 16. Like, 15. of a child. So she can't, quote-unquote, live life or love the way she's always been seen because she didn't know grown man meat. <laughs> I was it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. But then I was thinking, but then me and my girlfriend were both like, well, she didn't even try high school yet. So I don't know if she tried life, but she said she wanted to she could have tried. Then it's like I'm she not could've. even sure like I'm not even sure what good her going to school would be. I feel like she would just be bored. Like, she needs some interaction. She could have joined the theater club. She could have done something. Like, I hope that she doesn't just go straight to high school. I hope that when she's like, oh, yeah, if I get out of school, I hope she was at my college. I'm like, do not go to high school. Like, that <laughs> just get- bore you. Go straight to college and go, go to the theater college. or something. Yeah. Like, you could do that. And I'm also thinking, I'm like, hey, you could always just claim that you have a medical condition and just get a proper ID made or something. Like, yeah. legit, you. You can work this. You can yeah. actually work this a little bit because she's like, I don't live life. I'm like, yeah, I get that to like a degree, a good degree. But you didn't try. Like everyone else made a life for themselves except for you and Icarus. Everyone like else still made- only so much shit she could. Like I'm not blaming her. Like I feel like there's still only so much shit she could do. Like as in 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 the body of a child. Like, yeah, that is that's that's pretty I would rough. Not, even with my current mentality and mindset, if I if I woke up tomorrow in my fucking 15 15 year old body, I would be pissed. I bet and then you have to stay that way for seven thousand years. Yeah, you don't get a reset unless the planet dies. That's yeah. like your only chance of getting another planet to go to with your minds white, so you can yeah. actually live a happy time. Pissed, bro. Well, she doesn't have to worry about that now, man. She don't have to worry about that now. And then let's talk about let's talk about the main character before we before we wrap up shortly. Oh, Cersei? This full metal alchemist. Full Full metal metal alchemist. (laughs) Cersei. Oh my gracious. Bro. Like that was some like hearing her explain her powers on the ship, that shit was hilarious. I can turn rocks into water. I can turn rocks into food. You know, at one time turned rocks into air. <laughs> and you know, he's like, oh, that's not that's not really cool. And I'm like, all right, we'll circle. No, Mike, that that's really strong. Yeah. She pretty much can turn any an inanimate object into anything she wants. Yeah. And I actually mean anything. The thing that she did to make a tree fall over. Was insane. She turned the base yeah. of the tree into water. Into water. Pushed it, pushed it and then turned the rest of the tree into like metal or glass. Metal or glass or something. Yeah. It was like Crazy. metal, like metal yeah. something to fall on someone. So she turned the whole tree into metal and then pushed it over by turning the base of it into water. And I'm genius. thinking, that's crazy. That's genius. Like, 
the use of her powers, like even when there was the little earthquake in, in the beginning, when the fossil was falling, she turned, turned it into dust. She turned the whole bus into flowers, like, like petals or something. Come on, now don't don't fuck with her. This motherfucker That's, is OP. Apparently, she can't do it with living objects unless yeah. she's like, you know, grandmaster, ultra, everyone's united with the power of a celestial type thing going. Unless that's happening, she can't do it with any living objects. But I mean, who cares? She picked up a stick, turned the turned the tip of it into metal, and stabbed one of the deviants. So I'm just like, this it's it's crazy. Yeah. And her story is it's she's the one who loved humans immediately. She's always loved humans the most. And she is the most human out of all of them. She got a boyfriend, she worked at a university, you know. Everything's kind of going good, you know. She's she's living a normal life, except for the times when she turns her coffee, her water into coffee when she's bored of waiting. Like other than that, she's the most human of them all. I would say, easily, and it's it's wonderful. I'm not gonna lie. I actually like even even though I don't like Sprite, I actually like Sprite. It, yeah, the characters are really lovable. Like yeah, they're they're really, really easy to get. And the pain that they feel at each one hearing that Ajax died is great because it's a different reaction for each one. Every single time is a different reaction. One of them just gets angry. One of them says, I'm done. One of them just gets depressed. They all have different reactions. Yeah. One of them tries to just go right into filming their new movie, you know, like just saying, you know what, I'm just going to do a documentary instead now and mask the pain like this. It's really a great movie. This it's yeah. actually too much for us to talk about in one podcast. I can't even lie to you. The movie's quite expansive. It really oh, is. Quite a bit. Before, I, we, I do. before we get too close to the end, mm-hmm. left. Let's talk about the after credits and like the, the ending of the movie real quick. Can after credits and like what what we think is gonna happen in the sequel or like where these people are gonna pop up next. Uh, we should explain the ending. They saved the world, obviously. So the and, ending, best oh. ending I've seen of a first <laughs> Marvel movie ever. It, like, it 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 gets it doesn't even get you hyped. It gets you it gets you excited and terrified. Like I'm terrified of the movie. Like the whole the the whole like sec, last bit of the movie, they're debating on like, okay, yeah, we're not gonna kill the celestial that's in Earth. We'll figure out something else. We're like, we'll just put them back to sleep. We'll we'll, we'll figure something out. Doesn't and work. Doesn't work. They end up killing them. And I'm like, yeah. the second I see that, I'm like, there's no way they just killed a fucking celestial. And without, they did. They without issue. Without issue. And yeah, so and it, like, it looks like without issue. Everyone's going their happy life. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's doing the thing. Big ass head pops up out the sky. That everyone can see. Everyone can too. see. Everyone on earth can see a giant head. Literally split the heavens and look at the earth, and he summons the only three, uh, only three Eternals left on the earth because the other three Eternals that we said didn't get enough screen time are actually going off to convince other Eternals what they're doing, to tell them what they're doing because no Eternals have their memory. Every time a planet just gets destroyed by a celestial, their memories get wiped and they get sent somewhere else to do the same thing. Yeah. And all the memories are stored at the home where they at. So this giant celestial comes, and this is where you get the full picture with that knee we were talking about. And yeah. it it looks like he can just take a bite out of the planet Earth, like yeah. with, it's with ease. Like the planet Earth almost looks like a maybe a base, like maybe at most like a basketball or something to this dude. Like yeah. <laughs> this thing if is that. terrifying. And he pulls him up, and he says, "It's the it's the scariest thing." He says, "You have just killed a celestial to save the planet. Because of that, I will spare the humans." And I'm like, "Okay, we're good here. I'm taking you back home to look at your memory banks to judge if these humans are worth saving." That you did. And I was like, "Oh, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. That's gonna be a problem." And he says, "Then I will return to bring judgment." And then he disappears through a black hole. Like he summoned his own black hole to move. Yeah. In and fact, that's, the, that's it. That's the that's end. The, and I'm that's thinking, I don't know who's supposed to fight that. I don't. Yeah. Exactly. Because, 
if he's looking at the same thing that Ultron looked at, we got a problem. Because remember, Ultron's only on the internet for two minutes. Lost right. his mind. They have 7,000 years of uh, mankind's BS. When I, when I saw <laughs> that, my, my brain was okay, like, okay, who's going to fight this man? I was like, uh, what the fuck a Captain America supposed to do against this? What is, what is literally any of Earth's defenders, Avengers, supposed to Anybody. do? Anybody. It's not happening. You can't touch this man. He's like you actually cannot physically touch. Like he's huge. He like like I wish I could explain the scaling. You have to see it to believe. The scaling is ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't. It's it's insane. It's like it's crazy. And I'm thinking, who? Even if all the Avengers were the ones who like, we get all of them back. They're not doing anything to this man. I don't. It's like, oh, we can call Captain Marvel. She's gonna get swatted away like a fly. Yeah. Why? Because she's smaller than a fly to this dude. Like this dude is that big. It's a it's a problem. And he's like, I will return to bring judgment. And I'm like, I guess he's not gonna get good memories from these people about Earth. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. that's the end. That is the actual end of the show before the end credits, which I, which makes me wonder. I don't know what the MCU is on. I don't know what they're smoking. I don't know how they're expecting to, what we're supposed to do to fight it, but they must have a plan, which gets me excited because I don't know what they're going to yeah. do. Like the, the last two, like after credit scenes that we've gotten into, like MCU movies on like endings, like with like the ending of Shang-Chi, where like they're trying to figure out why this, why the, the rings are like being a beacon to somebody right? somewhere. And like now, this, I'm like, I've never been more excited for the future of the MCU because I'm just so damn confused. I don't like I now we're not experts on, on comics. There are like millions of people online who thousands of people online who can tell run circles around us on comics. So we're not gonna say we're the best or not even mid-tier comic book level of nerddom, yeah. but I still don't know who they're bringing in to yeah. to handle whatever they're doing. Yeah. And I well, mean I by bringing in, I mean bringing in at an MCU level, not comic book level. Right. But into the MCU level. And I'm just like, I don't know who the only person I can think of is Galactus, but I don't they don't want to bring him in. That's a problem. Yeah. Like, and then like with the with the after credit scenes, so we got introduced to uh hairstyles as Star Fox, who's like Thanos Thanos' brother. Which the most like, confusing thing we have going on right now. I spoke with one of my friends at work yesterday who's an eternal the the man, like one of the first comic books his father gave him was the Eternals. Sweet, like, what we get? He's the the like. So when I went, I went straight to him. I was like, "Bro, what 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 is this?" And so like I was talking him through the same. Thing. He was like, "Oh, well, Thanos is a a deviant." I was like, "He can't be because of the rules of the MCU." And he was like, "Oh shit, you're right. He can't be a deviant. He can't be a deviant. He can't be a, a deviant Titan." So I was like, "How does that work?" I was like, "We haven't seen any other Titans." He was like, yes. He's like, when you put it like, he's like, I don't know. Like, it's very confusing. Very confusing. We had a debate for 30, like, at least an yeah. hour about this. I drew a diagram. And we still don't know what's we going on. The closest thing I get that we got is that either, tit either, either Titan is not just a planet, it's also a race, and Thanos is full-on Titan, or he's half-Titan, half-Eternal. Right. Because, uh, because his brother, who comes in, Eros, Star Fox, yeah. says, brother to brother to Thanos. Yeah. A crown prince of Titan. Yeah. And he introduces himself as my fellow Eternals. And he has his own orb, which, you know, is supposed to connect you to a celestial. Yeah. So either. That's a whole movie plot right there. That, 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 right there. The credit scene. And we still have no idea what's going on because, Beetle. to be honest, I didn't think Eternals could breed in this MCU because, I mean, 7,000 years, I would expect something would have happened somewhere, somehow, you know. Right, but like how I also explained to, like, one of my friends at work, I was like, we also had the most rule-following Eternals that we were following. Like, these, every single one of them was pretty much a stickler for the rules. Yeah. Like, when we say they did not interfere... They like, did not interfere with anything. Interfere. The only time they 
interfered is when all of them individually interfered with a little bit, and that's during when he stopped like the Spanish invasion. Yeah, that was it. That was it. So, and then the the last aftercare scene we're gonna touch upon is a very brief one, but very it was uh, Dane Whitman. He's at home. He's found the his family sword. Um, you know, Dane Whitman is supposed to be playing the Black Knight. Um, in the MCU. And he opens a box, and essentially a voice calls out to him, like, are you sure you're ready for that? Something to that degree. Yep. I knew it in the movie, because I knew this man's voice, and then it got confirmed a few days ago. Mahershala Ali. A a Blade. We have Blade. I mean, we always had Blade. I mean, we always knew we were going to get Blade, but it actually... It's a thing now. Like... So... But yeah, the movie, great. I'm excited for the future of the MCU. I don't know what's happening in the MCU. See, and now I'm wondering, now don't worry, we're not going to switch too much lanes. I'm just wondering how Spider-Man going to play in all this. This is just too crazy. Yeah. This is the craziest time in the MCU. Honestly, it's the best time because I just want everyone to know who may have complaints about, well, everything's not structured out. You do. I want everyone to realize we are the new phase of MCU. We don't know what's going to happen. To be yeah, honest, no. we have no clue. This is, this is phase, what, five? Phase four? Phase four. Phase four, which is pretty much phase one, part two. We are yeah. re- It's a re- we're, we're doing everything a little bit fresh. We don't know what's going to happen. Everything's up in the air. Could get X-Men. Who knows? Make it all three Spider-Men. Who knows? We may, we may lose Tom Holland at the end of this year. We don't yeah. know. Everything is literally up in the air. And it's the best time. I do recommend watching Eternals. And if for anything, for the for the actual culture that you get when they visit all these places, and to see that speedster kicks so much ass. So much ass. That 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 scene alone is amazing. Yeah. So I I, I it's it's popcorn with extra butter for me. Yeah. I recommend it. I hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. It's rant. Yes. Well, it wasn't a rant. It was just praise. Just pra- and trust me, we didn't actually tell you everything that ain't been happening in this movie. So yeah. it, you you still got a lot. Yeah. In you this movie. Listen to this and was like, well, they gave me the- no, we didn't. No, we didn't. There's more. There's, There's more. more. Yeah. And you still have to see it to believe the grand scale of the of that celestial. Yeah. So yeah. keep us posted on. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, we already have our next video uh, idea up by popular demand. <sighs> we will be reviewing and watching, I think for, for both of us, the first time, thanks killing for Thanksgiving. We hate all of you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we really don't like dumb movie. At least this, this movie already seen. I've seen only enough. watching the first one right now. Oh, we're not watching the second one we called Thanksgiving 3. Like, <laughs> we can't go that far. But we ain't come into that just yet. We so please. Next year. <laughs> Maybe next year. So please uh, answer the question. What do you want us to talk about next after Thanksgiving? Do you want it to be another Marvel movie? Do you want it to be a movie at all? Do you want it to be What's our favorite comic book hero? What's our worst comic book hero? Favorite comic book story? What's our favorite game that we're playing? What, like, ask us whatever. We'll talk about it. I think that's it for me. How about you, bro? That's it for me. All right, then. I hope you enjoyed the web of nerd. We'll talk to you later. Later. Peace. Peace.